This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Dan and Amy, good morning. Just following up on our story from uh, end of last hour. I, I guess Proco Joe Moreno, uh, a.k.a. Gropo Joe Moreno, the alderman, uh, being investigated filing a false police report. I guess he needed his car back because it was his turn to carpool Danny Solis and friends to the massage parlor. There you go. Oh, and by the we'll way, his girlfriend or friend with benefits, she spent the night in jail, okay? And he's not in jail right now. I mean, this is, we're going to, of course, stay on top of this story and try to find her. But he sent the text messages that we read. Um, he, he texted her, and the next day he filed the police report saying it was missing. You know, at some point when Proco Joe Moreno can get away with extorting private property owners and filing false police reports, at some point, I don't know what is going to be. At some point, you're going to have a yellow vest action in Chicago. At some point when enough people realize there is no justice to be had for people that are not connected to the feudal lords in this city, something is going to happen that sparks a revolt. I don't know what it is. I wish I did um, because other, right now it's just a bolt, people just leaving. Oh, and they're leaving New York, too. Andrew Cuomo just found out when he looked at the state's income tax receipts and found them about $2.3 billion off. Then he took to the airwaves to blame Trump. SALT was an economic civil war. It literally restructured the economy to help red states at the cost of blue states. That's exactly what it did. It was a diabolical <laughs> political diabolical. maneuver yeah. in the tax code that actually raised taxes on democratic states lowered taxes on Republican states and financed the Republican state tax cut from the Democratic states. Yeah, it was diabolical. So the high-tax states are feeling the brunt of their high taxes. The low-tax states are enjoying a residual benefit for being low-tax state, and that's the choice that every state is making. (laughs) But Andrew Cuomo doesn't like it, so much so that he's saying, God forbid the rich leave as they are. Wow. It's nice to see even uh, some 60-year-old hack politician who, as I said before, wouldn't be a bathroom attendant in a monkey park without his last name. <laughs> That's true. And his brother wouldn't have the job he has without his last name. It's nice to see even he can learn an econ 101 lesson. For other lessons of this sort, we're pleased to be joined by Steve Moore, Wall Street Journal columnist and chief economist for CNN. Steve, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Hi, guys. Good morning. By the way, I, I learn a lot listening to the Dan and Amy show. I had not heard that quote from Governor Cuomo. Yeah. I feel very vindicated, by the way. You know, I was the one who, when we were doing all the tax negotiations and there was talk about maybe we should, we should uh, you know, re- restore the state and local tax deduction, I said, oh, hell no, we're not going to do that. I mean, this was, there is no reason. And I know, you know, some of my friends in Illinois, and I'm not going to like to hear this because you're a really high tax state, too. But there is no justification for why someone living in Florida or Texas or Tennessee should have to pay higher federal taxes to subsidize the bloated pensions and and government services in places like New York and California and New Jersey and Connecticut 
in Illinois. It just isn't fair. And, you know, now, by the way, liberals love to talk about how taxes don't matter. I mean, Alexandria Cortez said we can raise taxes to 70 percent and it won't change people's behavior. Well, look, you look at what's happened when uh, the, we've capped the state and local tax deduction. People are, Cuomo's right, people are moving from high-tax states the low-tax states. This is what uh, Art Laffer and I predicted a year ago in the Wall Street Journal. You can, you can look it up. We predicted this migration would happen. Now, one final thought. There's a very easy way for Illinois and California and Connecticut and New Jersey and states like that, these Democratic states, to bring people back. Cut your taxes. Oh, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I know. It would never happen, right? I mean, cut taxes in Illinois? I don't I know. Mean, now you've got this dumb policy. What's the latest on this idea of getting rid of the flat tax in Illinois so they can raise taxes more on rich people? Well, right. I mean, that's your that's idea is just crazy enough to work. But, but listen to this in Illinois, since for those who don't know, have not remembered, Steve Moore hails from Illinois, New Trier grad, University of Illinois grad. So he has the same thing to comment on this in a, a local, as a denizen in addition to as an economist. Here's what Illinois is, Steve. Illinois is the state where the pro-business group is anti-business and pro-tax increase. Is anti-growth. Well, which, which group is this? The Civic Committee of the Commercial Club of Chicago this week yeah. called for increasing the state's individual income tax rate from from 4.95 to 5.95. It's corporate tax rate, corporate tax rate from seven to eight, and uh, also starting to tax both retirement income and some consumer services. Are you serious? Serious, serious. This, the commercial <laughs> that would destroy the state. I mean, that, wait, know, wait, Illinois, wait, just, as we've talked about on the show, you're already losing residents to what West Virginia and Kentucky. I mean, my gosh, you would see right now. By the way. I am in beautiful West Palm Beach, Florida, oh, and everywhere sure. I go, I see Illinois license plates. Oh, yeah. People are moving out, and you know what they do? They they do still a lot of them still have places in Illinois. They just live in Illinois 180 days of the year, and they live in states like uh, you know Florida for 190 days of the year, and therefore they're Florida residents. They don't have to pay that seven or eight percent income tax that the Civic Foundation thinks it would be so wonderful. You're going to lose revenue if you do that. You're going to lose your people. You're going to lose your businesses. I mean, how hard is this for these people to figure out? Well, here's the thing, too. I just want to punctuate it with this for people who never heard of the Civic Community, the Commercial <laughs> Club of Chicago. These are people that you talk to on a regular basis. These are C-suite Fortune 100 executives that are calling for this. Um, what can I say? I mean, that is the, that will hurt small businesses. It will hurt jobs. I mean, we did a study, our Laffer and I, last year, we estimated every single day in America and twice on Sunday, 1,000 people on net are leaving the 10 highest tax states. And yes, Illinois is one of the 10 highest tax states or one of the five highest tax states. And they're moving to Texas and Florida and, uh, you know, Nevada and Tennessee and North Carolina and Georgia and states with low taxes. I mean, how hard is this for people to figure out? I mean, it's happening right before our very eyes. And why, one of the reasons I love that quote that you started this segment with by Cuomo is he's telling the truth. Yes, people are leaving New York, and they're leaving New York to escape the high taxes. Why is that so hard for him to figure out? Well, speaking of taxes, is there going to be a second round of tax cuts for us coming soon via President Trump? With, with, uh, with Speaker Pelosi? You think that's going to happen, Amy? <laughs> well... I, I mean, look, I'd love to see it happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, they're not going to – they want to raise taxes. Don't you get it? I mean, I'm, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to liberals. That the, the Democrats want to raise taxes. I mean, the new darling of the Democratic Party is 
Alexandria uh, yeah. Ocasio-Cortez. She wants to raise taxes to 70%. By the way, I saw another uh, Democrat said, that's not enough. We've got to go to 80 to 90% tax rates. And, and then we've got uh, Elizabeth Warren. She wants a wealth tax. And, and then this other person wants the highest you know, uh, carbon tax in the world, which is just a tax on your energy use and your gasoline. I mean, we are, Dan, you said you talked about the yellow vests. I do think the yellow vests are coming in this country. People are sick of it. People are where Why aren't there yellow vests yet in in uh, the streets of Chicago revolting against this revolting government? Uh, Mark Hemingway, speaking of Speaker Pelosi, Mark Hemingway, uh, formerly of the Weekly Standard, he tweeted out uh, this. I mean, I'm not surprised, but some part of me can't believe we're at a place where the president of the United States said we renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. And the Democratic Speaker of the House deliberately did not applaud. It is sort of remarkable, this moment we find ourselves in, isn't it? It, it really is. I mean, the, look, folks, I mean, this is not your, Demo, your your parents' Democratic Party any longer. And by the way, I'm not a rah Republican. You guys know me for a long time. I'm happy to criticize Republicans. But, you know, the, the craziness, I just wrote a column on the Green New Deal. Al, Alicia Cortez just came out with a new, you know, this is their, their new uh, manifesto. And by the way, it's to the left of the communist manifesto. I mean, they want to, it's, it's basically free health care for everyone. Everyone gets a guaranteed job at at least a $15 minimum wage. We're going to eliminate all uh, fossil fuel jobs in fossil fuel production in America. Let's see, that's going to probably cost us about 15 million jobs. It's probably going to double your uh, electricity bills. We're going to have five and six dollar uh, gallon gasoline, but we have to do this to, you know, to genuflect to the gods of climate change. I mean, there is a craziness and a, and a, a rabid lunacy on the left. And so I'm waiting for someone. Where is the adult in the room? On the Democratic side of the aisle, where are the Bill Bradleys and the Sam Nuns and the Dick Gephardts to say this is craziness? The only one I've heard is this guy, uh, what's his name, Howard Schultz, the Starbucks uh, CEO, who I don't agree with him a lot of things, but he's the first one to say this is crazy. Yep, stood up to him. Uh, On the border wall funding, interesting, uh, yesterday uh, House Majority Whip, Democrat, of course, uh, James Clyburn, saying, you know, he's for he'd be open to a border wall if it's demonstrated that if experts say it would work. Other Democrats. Now, who are you talking about? Uh, James Clyburn, uh, the House Majority Whip, said that. Yeah, well, that's good. That, uh, that's my solution to this, by the way. I, I yeah. think the, the you know, because both both parties are in a corner right now. We don't want another government shutdown. That'd be stupid. And I don't want really. I don't think Trump would be wise to do this through executive order unless he absolutely has to. So why not do that? Appropriate the money for the border security and let the quote experts, the you know, the customs and border officials who know the border decide the best way to use that money. I think that would be a good, don't you? I mean, I think that would be a good solution to this, yeah. and, and you wouldn't have to shut down the government. You'd get, look, That's I'm pro-immigration. Yeah. I love Trump yesterday saying we need more immigrants. Yeah. We do need more immigrants. They have to come in legally, and it ain't going to happen until we get that border secure. Well, I like that idea because, I mean, it, it's just a, a, a backdoor way to get to the same place because, as President Trump said when he exactly. proposed his compromise a couple weeks ago, th- my, what I'm proposing is based on the input from those same experts. So if you want to Exactly. Just give them the money and say whatever, wherever you think it should be spent, that's let's spend it. Fine, because we already know where it's going to be spent. So, Dan, you and I and Amy just solved the border problem. All right. Yes, well, we let's did. end on a high note. Yeah, we did. <laughs> he is Steve Moore. have us running the government. <laughs> well, no, so but that's exactly the solution. Everybody goes away happy. And then we can you know, move on to you know, fixing our legal immigration system and get, uh, as Larry Kudlow calls them, the brainiacs into this country so we can grow, grow, grow. There you go. Steve Moore, Wall Street Journal columnist, chief economist, CNN. Steve, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. 
Okay, take care, guys. Take care. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. Connect with Dan and Amy on the AM560 The Answer mobile app. Just text the word app to 64636 to download the app today. 